to Chiara Prada, the podcast. This is the space for ambitious women that are spiritual, on a bigger mission. They want to get their voice out there into the world with purpose, making a whole lot of money while doing so and leading a business that not only nourishes your soul, but your bank account alike. I'm so excited to have you on here today. Welcome and have so much fun diving into these interesting guests, conversations that we are having, activating your next level of expansion in your mind, being and business. So let's go. Welcome, my love, to another episode of Kiaraprelavi podcast. <laughs> I've recorded like a billion of these preludes right now, so I feel like a moderator, a radio moderator from, I don't know, like the 70s. <laughs> Um, anyway, I am sharing another one of those gems with you that I have discovered in my archives, uh, in my computer, of past interviews. This one is with Lillian Francis. And wow, I recorded this the end of 2021. <laughs> This is a long time ago. I feel like I'm such a different person since then. Um, and I really just want you to know that I recorded it such a long time back because I feel like you are like, you should know. <laughs> and Lillian is such a beautiful brand creator in this space. I have really looked up to her for a long time for the beauty and the power and really like the the coolness and the boldness she creates for her clients so for example if you follow Erin May Henry all of her um, like her website is done by Lillian and Lillian is also her graphic designer at the moment so this is the beautiful work that she does and I am really honored really excited to have her on my podcast and to chat with her, her all around personal branding and how you can find that vibe that sets you apart and all that juicy good stuff. To be honest, I have not re-listened to the episode right now. And as I said, it's like six months ago that we recorded it and I don't remember the conversation in detail, but I remember that it was super it was a vibe. <laughs> it was a really beautiful episode. And if you're looking for some guidance on like branding and really finding your own voice and visuals out there, she'll give you many tips on how you can get started doing that and not getting distracted by what the industry does, because we do not want that because we 
have our own magic within. So my love, without any further ado, let's dive into this week's episode with Lily and Francis. And as always, take a screenshot of this episode. Leave me a review. I know it will take you like 10 extra seconds of your day. And it actually helps the podcast to be pushed forward by the algorithm and to be listened by more people. And I'd re- I really, really appreciate you doing that. Um and also share what you've learned on socials shoot me a message around what you liked what you didn't like because this podcast is for you I'm doing all of this for you so I need to know what you want me to talk about and which guests you want me to bring on so just let me know and now let's dive into this episode have you on this podcast today I've actually been following you for quite a while now and I'd love seeing all of your stuff so it's so so exciting to have you on here thank you so much for having me I'm so excited to be sitting down and having a chat me too (laughs) Um, could you share with uh, with my audience what is it that you're doing So I am a brand and website designer um, and I work with female entrepreneurs mostly to kind of really like, I mean, I say that I'm a designer and I say that I do like brand and website design. I do all of the aesthetic stuff for people's businesses, but ultimately what I do beneath all of that is really help women pull out what makes them unique and understand what makes them unique so that we can then kind of display that in a design sense. Um, It's very hard to design a really unique brand, especially when you've got a personal brand, if you don't know what makes you unique. So I think like that's ultimately what I do is help people pull that from within themselves. I love that so much. That's actually, I was just sharing that with you before we hit the record button. That's actually why I, why I invited you to this podcast, because I think especially like in our world world nowadays, there's, there's so much input all of the time and there are so many things how we should be or what we should think or what we should want that it's really hard to figure out what it is actually that our innermost self wants and desires. Mm. So if a client comes to you and she's like, I want to have a like unique branding. I want to showcase what makes me unique. How would you help a person start getting to know those traits of themselves that sets them apart? Mm. I think we're naturally drawn to certain things. And I think we have a natural, I think what makes us unique is something that comes very natural to us. Um, so it's not often not really like uncovering or creating it. It's probably more so giving someone permission for that to be Mm. the thing. Um, So say for aesthetics, like for design, usually when you go onto Pinterest, say when I get my clients to create a mood board, um, usually what I ask them to do is like pin and save images at like a high speed. So Mm -hmm. rather than going things through, through things slowly and calculating and being like, oh, you know, should I have that or shouldn't I? Or, you know, Mm. maybe that's not quite my industry. This is probably more my industry. Just collecting inspiration at a really high rate, high speed can show us what you're naturally really drawn to. 
Mm-hmm. And often what we, we're naturally drawn to visually is can kind of give us clues about who we are. Um, but in terms of like beneath the visuals, often my clients are coming to me and being like, oh, you know, like I'll ask them what they what they spend their time doing outside their business, what they love doing, what they could they want to talk about, but like and couldn't stop talking about, all those sorts of things. And often they, they give me answers and then they follow those answers with a but. Like, oh, you know, like I, I um, for, let's use myself for example. Like I do kickboxing, but I don't know anyone else in my industry who does that. So mm. what's that got to do with my design business? Or um, I love the beach, but, you know, mm. so sometimes it's just giving like permission to be like, okay, yeah, okay, you don't see anyone else in your industry who's quite like you and that's like the best thing that we could, that's the best thing. Um, We just need to give you permission to follow those things and showcase those things and make those things a part of your brand. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I think that especially when we are so different, that's really freaking scary as well. Like it's the best thing, obviously, because you're standing out, but to really own that and claim that is, I can, like, I know for myself that this has been quite a journey for me also to understand that I can love all of my parts and I can integrate all of my parts into the business or into Mm. my life rather than thinking I, I have to choose one part and like the other things, like my other interests, my other ways of being, they just have to fall off because they don't fit. But actually, we can bring them all together. And that's where where our power gets unleashed as well. Right. Yes, absolutely. And I think. In the business world, like I think the whole thing of a niche, um, like find your niche, niche down, that's how you're going to find success. That has really messed with a lot of people's heads because that's kind of taught people that I can only be one thing. I can only talk about one thing. I can only showcase one thing. When in actual fact, niching down to me or being niche is having so many or not so many things, but being so true to who you are that there's nobody else like you. I love that. Like you're you're the niche in the sense that you're the only one that your followers can find who's like you. So you're the niche rather than having a niche topic. Um, And that's really helped personally me free myself from that whole rhetoric of finding a niche and it's also given a lot of my clients permission to be like, I'm going to bring this in and I'm going to bring this in and it's going to make me one of a kind in the online space. Yeah, I think that is such a powerful reframe because, mm. wow, I just had to like, like uh, let that sink in <laughs> because we always are so focused on, on finding a name to what we are or what we do. Mm. And that's where we lose ourselves. So what mm. has your personal journey been to to coming where you are at and oh, wow. like being that confident? I'm still on it. I think I'm definitely still on it. <laughs> oh, um, no, no. <laughs> and I think that that's something that's really funny. I think we sometimes teach some of the things that we've had the hardest time learning. Yeah. Um, and so I think for me, ever since I started my business, I think I really looked to others in the industry for permission of what, and an example of what 
should and could be done. Um, and if I couldn't find an example of that and I couldn't um, see what I wanted to create, then it was almost like, oh, well, that's not done. It can't be done. I'm not going to do it. Um, so that kind of led to not necessarily copying, but it led to very a very close observation of my industry to the point where it kind of um, stored my creativity and it, mm. my brand started to feel like a... Um, diluted version of my industry, like the my 10 favorite people in my industry, let's say that. Um, and so it really took me to like kind of step back because I think when we're comparing ourselves to others, we slow ourselves down because you it takes a lot of time to imitate or replicate or um, fit into a box or try and like follow someone else's strategy that takes a lot more time and effort than it does to just like do your own thing I think that that's a lot more effort effortless so I think it slowed me down in my business for a really, really long time. I mean, just on a day-to-day basis, if you are like checking Instagram and like following a whole lot of people in your industry and looking at them on a microscopic level, being like, what are they doing? Should I be doing that? Shouldn't I be doing that? That slows you down on a daily basis. That takes up a whole lot of unnecessary time. So about a year ago, I kind of sat back and reflected. I think I had one of those moments where I was like, I've been in my business for so long and yet why haven't I seen the results that I really want to have? And I ordered it. I was like, okay, let's get really real with what I'm actually doing. I'm watching a lot of other people and I'm not watching myself. How can I be obsessed can I, how can I expect other people to be obsessed with my brand when I'm obsessing over other people's brands and not my own? So I shifted the, the story to being like, how can I be obsessed with myself? Like, how can I turn into the woman that I want to watch on mm-hmm. Instagram or the business that I want to follow? Um, and from there, I've just been taking small incremental steps to get to that place. And I think that I'm still on that journey and I think I always will be um, because there's always things that we could do and change and um, I don't know there's just more that we can kind of become of ourselves and more authentic that we can become so yeah for sure for sure and like what do you personally do to find out where like do you have some journaling practices or how do you find out to what it is that you need to integrate more Yeah. So I think it's been, I think it's different for everyone. Um, For me, it's definitely been about like who I am outside of my business has really, really helped. So um, one of my clients, Erin May Henry has like a really great teaching on this. So I won't like steal it from her, but she talks about becoming the coolest person that you know. Um, And so for me, I think that's where that's really what I essentially did was like, okay, how can I be the person that if I had met them, I'd be like, wow, that bitch is so cool. Like she's just (laughs) really awesome. I want to hang out with her. I want to be in her space. She expands me. That's like who I want to be. So I thought of it from that perspective of like, another person because I think it's very hard to think about it from ourselves Mm. because 
come up with the stories of like, oh, no, I would never do that or that's not me or this or that. So I just wrote down this other identity, this other woman that I just thought was really, really cool. And then I looked at that list and I thought, okay, what's one thing I can do this week? And I did that. And then I did it the next week. I did a new thing. And then I did another thing. And there was things on that list that, you know, ultimately I see as really awesome in other people that I never want to do. And so they, they got scratched off the list, permission to like remove things from the list. But I just slowly implemented these things. Um, and to the point where I'm like, okay, cool. I like, I'm really awesome. I don't really care about what other people are going on in my industry anymore because like, I just don't care anymore. I think I'm awesome. Why would I be wasting my time with someone else? I love that so much. I just wrote it in my journal the other day. Like I really freaking adore the person that I became. And that's Mm. like, that's so much of that inner work and I think when you are still in that in that mode of comparing yourself and of 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 thinking like no like I'm not I'm not special like why would Mm. people want to be with me then it's so tough to actually see how awesome you are because you have these lenses on that won't even allow you to to actually become aware of what Mm. makes you unique and um, for me at, at least the first step was to actually like give myself the permission to like myself and to, yes. to accept myself fully as I am. And I think from that point of, of self-acceptance, we can build on all these traits yes. that we actually want to incorporate. And also, as you said, like not anything, like not anything just because you think it will make you cool, but something that actually resonates with you. So just because other people are doing it, it doesn't mean that you have to do it as well. Yeah. And also like, like you said, noticing some of those things that you already admire in yourself, because when it comes Mm. to becoming the coolest person, I'm doing air quotation marks, the coolest person Mm. that, you know, I think that's ultimately becoming someone that you admire, someone that you're proud to be. And I think that there's things that we aspire to have have be do that will help make us more proud of who we are but there's also things that like you said that we already have that we just need permission to see in ourselves so I think like on top of what I said of making a list of all the things that um, you can go out and do and implement and slowly build upon there's also a whole lot of stuff that you already have within yourself that is already really fucking awesome hello my love allow me to interrupt this episode very quickly because i have a really important message for you and i have created a gift for you and i really want you to hear it I want you to know that your business gets to feel feather light. It gets to feel spacious and you get to make sales on a daily basis of a place of deep empowerment, of being deeply rooted in your truth, of being deeply rooted in your love and in your integrity. Your social media gets to be a place of joyfulness, of spaciousness, of being lit on. You get to show up in your true essence and this is where your people will move. This is where they will buy into your programs without any questions at all. And this can be your reality. 
This is supposed to be your reality. And I have found that the shift that you need to make to tap into this new timeline of boundless expansion and abundance is to be deeply grounded in your essence and liberating your mind and being from anything that is shading off this essence. And this is why I've created a gift for you. It is called Deactivation and it is a 90-minute immersive experience to gain deep clarity on what your soul's purpose really is and I'll help you take the next steps with bold confidence in bringing your soul's mission alive. So I invite you to pause this episode right here, go into the show notes, sign up for the activation and then come back here into this episode. I see you, I love you, I honor you and I am so excited to see you in the activation and now I'll let you go back into this week's episode. Bye bye. Yeah, I think so too. But oftentimes we don't allow these parts that are so awesome to breathe mm. because we've been taught that they're insecure or that like they're not liked or anything like that. And that's where it's so important to build up that that confidence to actually mm. not care anymore what other people are are thinking of you as well. Mm. Do you feel like mm. self-confidence was a big like topic for you as well in owning your your mission? It's funny. I think I I have always been quite a confident person mm-hmm. and like I wouldn't have said that I ever struggled with self-confidence but if you looked at my behavior of observing a whole lot of other people and what they're doing I think that they're definitely like the behavior and how I felt were definitely mismatched I was mm-hmm. behaving like a not a confident person and I think probably deep down on a subconscious level there was a lot of lack of confidence but what for me I found was I was busying myself so much with looking at what other people were doing that I wasn't allowing myself the time to actually see the things that were that I knew were really great within myself already mm-hmm. so it was ultimately just cutting that habit of looking at everyone else. And once I did that and quieted that noise, it was like I just came back to myself and saw all of the awesome things. It wasn't like I needed to work super, super hard at the confidence piece necessarily. Mm. Um, But that being said, I know that one of the practices that I did um, was a gratitude practice. And rather than being grateful for other people, because I know if you do like a gratitude journaling a lot of the time we're like oh I'm grateful for my boyfriend he did this for me today and I'm grateful for that friend who said this about me and I'm grateful for this or that and we don't take an opportunity to be grateful for ourselves so um for like a whole month I did a gratitude practice where it was I'm grateful for me because of this I'm grateful for me because of this and that kind of helped me bring myself back to the confident person that I knew I really was it was just a matter of forgetting all of it I think yeah I resonate with that so much I like I had like the last two years for me personally were really tough I shared a lot about that on 
on my profile as well. And I really lost mm-hmm. connection to myself in that time. And mm-hmm. I resonate with that so much, like really being grateful for yourself. And a practice yeah. that I actually did was writing down things that I was grateful for. And then also writing down what was my, like, what part did I have in that? to receive that. So if I, I don't know, if I'm grateful for a new client or whatever it is, like what, what's my part in this and really finding out that I'm at the root of all these things that I'm grateful for. Um, And that's really, I think something where we can heal our relationship to ourselves and come back to, to seeing that not only we are the creator of our reality, but also we are like all the good things that happen to us, that we are at that cause as well. And I think it's it's easier to to start loving and liking ourselves again after that. Mm. Especially when like, I really resonate with that. Like say for a client example, like how I got that client, it's very easy for us to think that, oh, well, they came to me, they paid me, they did that. I'm so grateful for them doing that for me. Mm. But we don't take like stock of like, well, I marketed my business. I showed up on social media. I did this. I did that. I showed up to the sales call. I'm going to give them an incredible service. Like, so it is really important to be like, okay, I'm grateful for this, but what part of, did I play in this? Yeah, giving yourself the credit for, yeah. for what you're actually doing. Yeah. And also, I think especially in this, like when we're receiving stuff from the outside, if it's clients or money or I don't know, anything that we're receiving from the outside, oftentimes I know in myself, I believe like, like lucky me, you know, like I have to be grateful mm-hmm. for that other person rather than being gracious and being like, yeah, of course I'm receiving this, like receiving yeah. it in gratitude, obviously, but also not in that, in that like mindset that something is doing, someone is doing your, your favor. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I love yeah, that. Totally. So I'm like, if someone is like, okay, that all sounds great. Like everything, like all that you're saying makes so much sense, but I still struggle with understanding what it is that, what sets me apart. Like I want to start my business. I want to start marketing myself, but how can someone start that if they don't really know what sets them apart or if they don't really know how to brand themselves and don't have the money yet to, to have a professional, what do you say, like uh, support? Yeah. So, um, from, I think, well, there's two parts to this. There's the visuals and the design, which is a very easy thing to, it's not easy for everyone. I get that, but it is a very easy thing to kind of, um, get by with. It's not as important as the other part, which is who you are, your personal branding, showing up, doing all the things. So for that part, Um, I would say first things first, take actual stock of all the things that you do in your life, all of the things that you love, all of the things. Yeah, I I would take stock of your day, like write down for a month what you do every day and then pull out those things and be like, okay, well, I went for a swim, like most weeks, like I I go to the beach, I live by the beach or something. And then what I would do is I'd head on to Pinterest and go and like search in beach aesthetic 
and start mm-hmm. pinning things that look like your life. So for me, I took stock and I was like, okay, these are all the things that I do. I go to the cafe, I go to the beach, I do kickboxing, I um, sit down at my computer and I work, um, I have a greyhound, let's say they're my things. I started searching Pinterest and made a mood board of my life because Pinterest is full of like really beautiful images. Um, And so once I saw it on a board, all of the things that I did over a month or over a week or whatever it is, and I saw it on a board in a really beautiful, like with beautiful images, I saw how beautiful my life was Mm -hmm. from the get-go. And I saw all of these content opportunities by seeing it like in someone else's images and in like without having to worry, oh, can I take that photo or can I do that? Just Mm -hmm. seeing it on a board enabled me to see, oh, my God, this would be so cool to follow. This would be so cool to put out online. Look how beautiful my life is. I just need to learn how to take these photos now, which is a whole other story. But at least seeing it there really helped me go, oh, okay, this is worth following. Like this is, Mm. I would follow that. That's inspiring. I can see that as a whole now. Um, And then that might just be me as like a visual person that really helped for me. For others, it might just be simple as writing it all down and being like, these are the things that I do and seeing it being like, fuck, that's a vibe. I want to put that out online. Um, And then for the visuals, I think, like I said, pinning, like speed Pinteresting, like just Mm. save images that you're just drawn to. Don't question it. Don't, you know, audit it. Don't anything. And then once you've got like a a fair chunk of um, saved images, then I would go through and look at the patterns. Is there a common color palette is there a common theme in some way is there a common lighting in the images that can be your starting point for branding because ultimately when you work with a brand designer that's what they're going to do yeah (laughs) and yeah and on the more um, like messaging kind of side because I feel like like the personally like in my um experience oftentimes when we focus too much on the visuals like obviously I'm a very visual person Mm. as well I love having everything aesthetic but I feel like if there's not like that that messaging behind it that power there there's something missing like people won't just buy if you're not a designer like people won't just buy because you have a pretty feed you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so what would you suggest for like messaging for messaging I would say I would say partly it's about putting things out and seeing what you actually enjoy. If we're talking about get go, like from the very beginning, I would say just start putting things out, just start sharing a message. We don't often find clarity through just like sitting and doing nothing. We take, we get clarity from putting things out and being like, yeah, I enjoyed writing a post about that or I enjoyed creating that reel and I got a response from that. So I'm going to move in that direction and I'm going to get closer. Um, But other than that, I would say start reading books, start consuming content, start really being a sponge for information and start realizing what you need and what you resonates with you because I think Mm. sometimes what resonates with us in a message is what we want to ultimately share or there's something about that that we want to share Um, so it's equally about like consuming and being a sponge in a way that's not like 
Um, what I spoke about before of like comparing yourself, just, you know, learning, not, mm. you know, comparing, let's say. Yeah. And then also equally just putting things out and kind of testing because we get clarity when we take action not when we're like sitting in our chair doing nothing that just we don't really get much from that that's so true so Mm -hmm. like giving yourself permission to just be you and to focus on yourself and then just share right like that's yeah that's at least what I would see as a first step (laughs) it is a first step and but then it it gets it gets clearer and I think you 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 start to what your ultimate core message is and then once you've un- you understand what that ultimate core message is and some people go into their business knowing what that is and I think that that's a really great thing and a, a great advantage to have then you can start really like playing with that message and yeah you know really crafting your own unique take on su- a subject or an industry or a expertise that's yeah. important. yeah for sure and also knowing that like you just have to get started and find it out with the go. Like, I don't know how many times I changed my color palette, how many times I changed my messaging because it's just like, as you said, if you're just sitting on a chair, like we're not going to get there. We have to actually no. experience what feels good to us, what really feels authentic and what doesn't. So also having, mm-hmm. giving yourself the permission to just change. And I think like every time you do that, you get closer to that core message. And once you really understand that core message, you can also like, you can change your entire business. You can pivot from one thing to the other because your core message is the same thing and people are going to want to be in your space for that core message. So for you, for example, um, even though you're um, like talking about branding and web design, like the reason I actually followed you was that core message behind your brand. Um, yeah. I think that's... I think some, there's a misconception that your core message has to be directly tied to... Yeah what you do as like a craft, um, mm. especially for service providers. Like I, I follow a photographer who you'd think her core message would be like beautiful images or something mm. like very tied to the outcome of what she provides people. But no, her message is all about self-love mm. and being comfortable with yourself and like happy with the way that you look. And that plays into her craft. For me, it's about being confident in who you are and standing out and being unique. That plays into what I do, but it isn't Mm. exactly tied. I could be a coach. I could be a um, photographer and I could still have that same message. It would still carry across. Yeah. And I think that like I need, I'm a person that needs a lot of freedom. And I think that gives you so much freedom when you're like, okay, I just have to find out what's the actual thing I want to share with this world. And then the, the way that I act it out into the world can change over time. I don't have to be the same thing all of the time. And I can just share what, what feels authentic to, to yeah. me. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. So Absolutely. what? how can people find you? How can people work with you? So we're going through a big rebrand at the moment, speaking of branding and all of that sort of thing. So you can find me over at Italy and Francis, and we've got some very exciting stuff coming up, hopefully soon, but who knows? I mean, these things take time, so but that's where you can kind of find me and then there'll be lots of exciting things kind of happening and to be coming very soon. Oh, I'm so excited. I'll definitely tag your account in the show notes as well. Definitely go check her out. And I thank you so much for being here, Lilia. Thank you so much for having me.
All right. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> Well, 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 my love, that was quite a ride. My heart is so full. Thank you for being with me here today. And if you loved what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you would take a screenshot, share it to your socials, tag me at Kiara Prala, and leave me a little review here on the app so that the algorithm can pump us up and more souls can receive this activating message. Thank you again for sharing this space with me and I'll see you back here next week.